thank everybody else. Oh, sorry. Things don't work. Here we go, Noon Report Live. Wow. There you go, little memory lane with JR. Well, folks, at 12.06 on this very warm Friday, but I think we'll all agree, it feels terrific. Uh, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on this Friday. It is April 14th. I want to welcome in everybody um, who watches. This is the Noon Report on Facebook Live. Now, some people watch it live. Good afternoon, one and all. Right now it's 12.06. Some people watch it later. I understand they're actually working, which is fine. We encourage that. Certainly don't frown upon anything like that. So, um, but again, um, folks, you are listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I do want to check right now. 87 degrees. Now, depending on where you are, 87 degrees. So the record has already fallen. So, but it's basically around the region. Now, I'm also seeing northern part of the state. How about at 2 o'clock? So we're live right now till 2 Woonsocket's going to get up to 91 degrees. And then even tonight, it's going to be 70 degrees at 8 o'clock. And then cools down a little bit. It's weather one. And then um, still a delightful weekend. A little bit of rain on Sunday. I know those brush fires have been problematic. Let me also just uh, check around the region. Folks, it is so much warmer than other places. For instance, in Washington, D.C. right now. Maybe I'll turn this into the weather show. Weather one. Um, it is, uh, it is 78 degrees right now in District of Columbia. And obviously there's a lot of heat on the intelligence community as it should be. But along the coast, obviously it's a little cooler. But right now for our purposes, it is uh, delightful. And again, I, I know, you know, you already get the crowd of the people. I don't know for you. Listen, we'll take this any day, right? Over the freezing, especially for those of us in the lime stream business. Excuse me, live stream, but not live lime stream. Um, speaking of lime, folks, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center on this beautiful, in, in I want to, hey, listen, if you're a parent, would you, and this has been school vacation, uh, April break, would you prefer this or rain every day? How about the people, the people you see them? I mean, I totally understand it, but trips, family vacations, right, to the Bahamas or Florida. It's actually warmer here than it is in those places. But PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. I want to um, <clears throat> be in my position. I get to deal 
And I love dealing with local business people who put their self on the line, right? And, and one of the things about PR landscape materials and garden center that I really like, and a lot of the small business people, folks, in many ways, now listen, I'm a small business, right? I mean, we go seven days a week. I was just saying to JR, now tonight, right, for a lot of members of the media, oh, thank God, TGIF, Friday, well, not so fast, time out, Harry. First of all, we are ready to go this afternoon if anything happens, and then tonight, Cranston PD Live. And it's, it's, it's amazing. It's not amazing, but what's interesting to me is, I, I mean, I've heard one of the reasons why that now the Dan Abrams thing with Warwick is a result of the popularity of Cranston PD Live. So, But there's differences between the chosen one with Cranston's finest, now that's tonight, on the Facebook page, we post it later on YouTube, and then you can find all the episodes on DePetro.com. But one of the reasons is it's just become so blanking popular, for crying out loud, that now they're trying to do it. But unlike them, uh, the way the Warwick thing is going to do, and nothing gets, I like the Warwick chief, I like the officers in Warwick, I cover Warwick a lot, certainly not going to stop us from doing it. But um, they are, you know, they intersperse with the national stuff. I get it. People around the country, but people around the country watch us. It's a paid streaming service. I think a lot of people don't realize that with, with um, Reels. It's, it's not the way it used to be on A&E. This is a paid streaming service. Plus, it's at 9 o'clock at night. All this is going to do is draw more attention to what we do with Cranston PD Live. And we have no delay. They operate on a 10-minute delay. We have no delay. We're in real time. And plus, the bonus is you have the chosen one riding along um, with the officers. Folks, this portion of the program, and I want to touch on the one thing for a moment, because a lot of people ask me that. And again, for those on Facebook, thank you for the stars in advance. Thank you for everyone subscribing to the page. Share that you're watching. Type in someone's name. But again, back to local businesses, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Beautiful selection. Steve, Debbie, Jr., and Byron. Hey, listen, I respect the work they do. I mean, they grind it. Right? They're open seven days a week. Their next day off is Christmas Day. I, see, I respect that type of thing. Because with Juan, when you're doing an on-the-scene live stream for breaking news, which I, I did an interview the other day. That is, it is the most challenging thing to take on. It is absolutely, as someone said, you know, you're working without a net. Compared with television, everything's recorded, packaged, and so forth. And it is true. Juan is out there without a net out on the high wire, many times dangerous. However, you can't beat the live content. Now, there's an ebb and flow to it. You know, last night was a good example. But again, PR landscape materials and garden center. Pansy flats, pansy bags, hangers and balls, assorted colors, tulips, hacinthias, daffodils, hydrangeas. Now, it's a beautiful day. It's going to be a nice weekend. Why not pop in there? 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Because there is supposed to, we are supposed to get some rain, I believe, on Sunday. Weather Wand says rain on Sunday. So, um, and they carry all different landscape materials. Again, right off Route 4, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Family-run business. They're open seven days a week. And they work it in good quality, and the service is the best. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron, pop in and see them and look for them on Facebook. Well, folks, the website also, depetro.com, which will be updated over the weekend. This has been a very, very hectic, busy weekend. We, you know... Come on, we're not even done yet uh, because of tonight and then whatever breaks out over the course of the weekend. This is live stream season. 
Happy live stream season, everybody. Uh, DePetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn. 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge, for crying out loud, they're waiting for you. I can't wait. Uh, I think tonight, after everything's done, I'm going to pop in and have a nice meal and a drink at the Coesed Inn. 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Now, first of all, on this Friday, in my world, this is a national holiday. This is the day Daniel DePetro born, April 14th. So proud of the D-man, who's also my, acts as my tech. Uh, so proud of my son, and, and just love him, and so proud of him. And that day is still, he was born in New York City. It, it's so different, you know, what it was then compared to now. And then, you know, we actually walked to the delivery, which seems odd now, but the doctor encouraged it, and it helps move things along. And then we took a taxi, had to take a taxi cab home. But um, very, very happy birthday to D-Man, who many times has jumped in and helped me with a lot of the technical stuff. A lot of people here, obviously Kate DePietro, very proud of her, just got promoted at Fox and & Friends. And then Jacqueline Claire, who will be back um, for the summer when her semester finishes, and she'll be involved with One After Dark and a lot of our things this summer. So, and you still hear, you know, it's, it's a bit, we're, you know, also, for crying out loud, Juan is running a family-run business, right? Because many of you know, when we launched it, it was during the pandemic, and then both of my, especially uh, my, Kate's internship was canceled. She was supposed to do an internship with Ellen on the West Coast. So instead, they helped me launch in the middle of the protests, and then it has gone off from there. But before I, I touch on, and if you saw last night, you really saw, again, if you haven't seen it, I will, it's on YouTube, it is obviously on Facebook, and then I... I will post it um, on the website uh, at some point in the next 24 to 48 hours. But um, but last night, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to touch on it in just a moment. You, you get a good indication of what our law enforcement are up against. And also just how some people just dismiss things, the amount of resources it tapes, takes with certain individuals. I do want to touch on, I see people, the whole thing of why. And I want people to understand, that really came in. It's Listen, it's a nickname, and like everything else, because um, people will ask, who is Juan and how did that come about? It really started uh, several years ago, actually, but it started with Mike Degnan, who is the defender of the faith and huge supporter of the program, and, and also my friend Sal. And we were talking about licenses, and then Sal made up a, a phony illegal driver's licenses, uh, Juan DePedro. And then people started calling me one. And then during the course of when I'd be live streaming during the pandemic, they would start to call me one. And then anyone that would see that, when I'd be on Providence, a lot of the um, Hispanic, Latino community, they would call, call me one. So it has blossomed into, but it, it is a nickname. And when you think of, if you have a nickname, um, who calls you your nickname? You know, family, friends people you've known forever. Maybe you you work with someone, and then as you get to know some of their family and friends, you learn what their nickname is or was. So, and, and the thing about a nickname um, is is only your friends call you by by the nickname. Now, growing up, I mean, nicknames, I was always Johnny D, and then it's JD, and, and sometimes it goes back and forth. But when I'm out and I'm on the street, if someone says it's Juan, what does that tell me? Friend, right? When I'm out on the street and you're, you know, and I think people have seen, you know, it's it's dangerous. I want to give a big shout out to Mark, who is terrific, who is good enough 
uh, Juan forced one to drive last night. But it it's normally comes down to friend or foe when you're when you're out there, right? And so, much like, um, you know, if 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 um. I'll use JR for an example. If, if Roger says, hey, Reynolds, get in my office, what does that tell you if at work they address you by your last name? Normally not going to be a good conversation. And much like if I'm out there and someone's like, hey, DePetra, well, then I know, foe, right? Because only our friends call us by the nickname. So, but it really picked up um, when I would be out in Providence. And I don't know... You know, I, I've never interviewed them, but it, for those that remember, really like June, July of 2020, when I, especially I'd be in sections of Providence and Oneyville, be uh, a lot of times even the illegals, they would yell out "Juan" like that, and so then that's that's really how it came about. So listen, and I like it. It's it's it is a fun nickname, but that's it, it does serve a purpose. If there's someone who's hostile. Hey, DePetra, well, then I know, foe, we have to have our guard up. If it's someone's like, it's Juan, then I know, we have a friend, we have a fan. And when you're out there, when you're out there and it's dark, and there's a lot of people around, and, and it's, it's very fluid, you're very quickly figuring out who, they're right, the illegal Juan. Yes, it was Sal that came up. You're very quickly figuring out who is friend or foe. Now, you have... You have some people that are neutral, right? There's Switzerland, um, like the woman walking last night, that she was walking with her two children, I think, away from the playground. And then um, she said, is that you, Juan? So then, all right, friend. But then you saw, like, the situation in Coventry. Um, but I, I, I want to just stay on schedule here and stay on track. Folks, it's 1218. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I really want to talk about this homeless situation that we saw last night, or you, you did see, and, and there's a point here. If you saw the footage last night and seen some, and actually if you have seen some of the footage of over the, you know, whatever, past several, um, I've been posting a lot of <clears throat> the homeless problem. You people don't post that stuff. Listen, you can't ignore, you may want to ignore them. You may want to pretend they're invisible. I can tell you one of the things that annoys the homeless the most is if people ignore them and pull like a John Cena, like I don't see you, you're invisible to me. They, that, that really annoys them. So, but I wanna to touch on this. Now, folks, many times, not only do I like to deliver the news, we also, I like to give you tips, advice, if I can, Dr. Juan, or let you know about something. I see when I'm out, there are several people struggling with a weight problem, you're not, in the minority, there are many people that deal with that. But the question is, it's not, if you want to pretend you're not 30 pounds overweight, go right ahead. Or you could deal with it. You could say, you know what, God wants me to be 50 pounds. That is, that is completely unfair. No, Jesus does not want you to be 50 pounds overweight. Were any of the disciples, were any of the apostles obese? Hardly. So, folks, unique health. Call them today, Sustainable Weight Loss. Now, I have shared their Facebook page. It's Sandra. They'll help you target that stubborn fat, and it's really simple. 20 pounds in 10 days. You can lose 20 pounds in 10 days. There's a lot of people, they don't really don't like this weather.
because they're like, ah, oh, I can't hide behind the big sweaters and the big clothes and Oh, I just got a new outfit from Omar the tent maker. And folks, get rid of it. Make today the day that you decide. Right? As Charlie Sheen said with, with Nike, just do it. Call Unique Health, 401-269-9155. Free seminar. How much is this going to cost me, one? Free seminar. Absolutely no obligation. You can find them on Facebook. See, look at the before and afters. Unique Health. Sandra. It's not a diet change. It's a lifestyle change. Well, God wants me to be 50 pounds. No, God does not want you to be 50 pounds overweight. God wants you to call Unique Health, 401-269-9155. They're right in Warwick, right across from the Kent County Courthouse. Unique Health. It'll increase your metabolism and energy. Call Sandra. Now, last night, if you were watching the um, Beyond the Scene live stream, and again, folks, good afternoon. I'm also just going to ask friends not to text me during the course of the program because Juan is easily distracted, and I know people try to be helpful, but all you're really doing is distracting the chosen one. So if you have a thought, Facebook message is one thing, email is another thing. Let's not text Juan between 12 and 2. So I think that's a fair provision to set up. And I get that people are trying to be helpful, unless there's some dire emergency, and if that's the case, JR will tell me. Um, but last night, if you saw the video, we started, and, and we do on-the-scene live stream. So it's myself, it's, it's our driver, Mark. We have David, who is fantastic. We have various people, and we monitor not just one area. We, we monitor what is happening. Now, last night, and it happens in real time, right? Last night, we saw uh, police were being called to the Midland Mall. So, and I know some people call it by a different name. Listen. I, I still go, I don't have to call it by that, right? Is it the dunk or the amp? Excuse me, it's the Civic Center. That's it. I'm not going with all these new names. The Patriots play at Schaefer Stadium. Red Sox play at Fenway Park. It's Midland Mall, and it's the Civic Center. Anyone else, I'm not falling for all these marketing ploys, all right? That's where we were, at Midland Mall. So, but there was a guy that, was walking along and he then collapsed outside of uh, one of the stores in their doorway. Now, if you saw, you know, they're on scene. So now you have at least three Warwick police officers. They have to bring the, you know, first responder, the rescue. This, whoever this individual is, that could not sit up straight. And we have the video, he, he's falling over. So I don't know if it's drugs, I don't know if it's alcohol. Pretty good chance that he's homeless. But that's, that's city resources. They have to pick them up, bring them. Somebody, I'm sure, they got the rescue. Now they're responsible for it, and they have to bring them to the hospital. And God forbid if anything happens, it's on them. Now, we were then, we were in East Providence where something happened at Bradley Hospital. They had perimeter set up around the building. Someone had a gun. We were there. We were in Providence, uh, Camp Street at the Billy Taylor playground where there was a gun battle and a huge police response. But that's different because the warm weather, the gangs come out. That's a big gang turf area, that Billy Taylor project. You have east side that goes there. You have, they sometimes feud with south side or C block. That's more down around South Providence. They have a running feud going with Bucket East. Either, either Bucket East or Bucket West, the two Pawtucket gangs. So I know. 
It's embarrassing. I know who the gangs are, okay? But that's what I cover. And not only do I know who the gangs are, different law enforcement ask me sometimes about who certain gang people are or if I am familiar with who they are. But anyhow, well, one of the things we were called to was a homeless woman fell into the river basin right at RISD. Now, we posted pictures on the Facebook page this week with these people that's right by the river basin at RISD. And let alone, never mind, it's right there at RISD. Plus, you have um, the gondolas that go around there. Plus, they have water fire. Now, someone, it could have been the students, they think they're helping. They have a full mattress there. They have all these things. Listen, as I have said, they don't belong there. So that woman fell into the river. And if you saw the response, and by the way, I fully get the response, but count the number of first responders and what the cost is. There were, I think, four police cars, at least, maybe five, fire truck, rescue, 10 personnel. Then she's fighting with them, won't get on the gurney. Um, but my, my point is, some people take the attitude, oh, just, you know, they're not bothering anyone. Oh, you know, she's just homeless. Oh, that could be anyone. <clears throat> On 95, those homeless people that were under the underpass, where I filmed it, and, and, and the McKee administration, DOT, they had to put up barriers because they're afraid one of them is going to roll onto the highway. And they're not wrong, by the way. So now watch. The city may say, you know, we better put up barriers because one of the homeless that are sleeping, trespassing by the river basin at RISD. I don't know how they're sleeping anyway. They have all these protesters around there. Um, I, I don't... They're going to have to put up barriers because then someone's going to say... Oh, well, the city's responsible if that woman falls into the water. Do you see what's happening is there's, there's lack of accountability for actions. There's lack of accountability for actions. So last night, that woman of these people, and if you go on the Facebook page where we posted, what are you posting for? They're not bothering anyone. Do, do people have any idea of the resources that are needed? Because these individuals decide the rules don't apply. We're going to, they, and again, mattress, they have like a little home, tent set up. Right there, I don't know what they do in the rain, with, by the river basin. And then they, you know, she fell into the water, then she's fighting them. No, again, I, I get it. I don't know. Is there, is it a mental health problem? Is it an alcohol problem? Is it a drug problem? I mean, we, there's a lot of unknowns of, of what the problems are, but um, but what I believe is they should not be allowed to be there, because then it does become the city's responsibility. Folks, if anything, what, what you have right now, and I'm going to dovetail into the Coventry, obviously, situation, but you, you have, and they're pretty loud, the people that they're just filled with excuses, filled with excuses. I have no sympathy for that National Guardsman. Time out. If you're anti-government, if you're against what they're supposed to be doing, then you don't belong there. 
He is not to be glorified. He's not a whistleblower. He's not a patriot. He is a 21-year-old who's in a tremendous amount of legal trouble. He could, I mean, made decades behind bars, if not executed for espionage. <clears throat> How? Oh, well, you know, what about, and they love the whatabouts. What about the leak of Roe v. Wade? What about, what about? Everything is a blanking excuse. I have no sympathy for that guy at all. It was all done, potentially, to impress his gamer friends. Impress his gamer friends. That's what it was about. And, and anyone that is posting or trying to defend him in some way, he's a whistleblower. That, that is espionage. That guy is a traitor. Now, I completely agree. There is something wrong with the system, and I'm going to read it. Wall Street Journal had a good piece about, like, th this is, the, the, the United States government, whether people like it or not, and I don't care if you despise Biden or love Biden or whatever. I'm actually sick of hearing about him and the son and the laptop. But we, as a country, our government has to get a handle on these classified documents. You are putting people in harm's way. Do any of these people care? And some of the people coming to this defense, do you care if Americans lose their life? They're the first ones. We're going to help the vets. You know, we're going to salute the, or everything else. And yet you turn a blind eye when this immature, blanking, I can't even use the language I want, is publishing classified documents. What, what is even happening that he had access to them and that the New York Times found him before our own government did? Heads should be rolling. Biden should be flying back from Ireland. But this should be firing Friday. This is ridiculous. Documents in garages. Documents at country clubs. Documents all over the place. Documents in desks. Do they care? that American men and women sign up, risk their life? Do they have any clue what it does to a family when they lose a family member who signed up to serve the country and then because of sheer negligence or worse, their safety is compromised? I have no sympathy. I, I can't, I'm not even sure if I can express the little sympathy I have. Because there was a time where a traitor, a traitor, I mean, there was a punishment for a traitor, right? I mean, you want to go back, it was a firing squad. So, and, and then if I say that, people say, oh, come on, Juan, you're better than that. No, I'm not. You, you, I, I don't care if that guy, this Jack, I, I, you think, I don't care if he hates Biden. I don't care if he hates our war plan. You signed up to be a member of the National Guard. You took an oath to protect the country, not publish. Blank. You're not a whistleblower. You're not a hero. I don't care what your beliefs are. Zero. You're a disgrace posting them for gamer friends. What? what who gave that? I can't even go, but I'm going to talk about coming true. Who gave that zero clearance is beyond me. But maybe it does come from when you start making the military woke. When our military starts to think the way they do at Bud, at Bud Light, where the woman in charge of marketing despises the customer base. 
you know, anyone in business, there's, there's two different types. There's your customers you have and then the customers you want. But you can't, you cannot, you can't fool yourself of who you're, you could be the number one bear among trans and it's not, no, 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 no. no. Nope, doesn't go that way. And I know Joe Rogan tried to make an example of that. Said, I don't get it. What if, and Greg Gutfeld, oh, I'll give credit, Greg Gutfeld made a good point on the five that I saw. He was saying, you know, this is not, who cares, they're just trying to expand the base. This is not Antifa likes cheesecake. This is Cheesecake Factory uses Antifa as a spokesperson. So don't give me that, oh, they're just trying to expand, wrongo. No, 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 no. Let, let alone the young males that drink beer. Um, and, and that woman who, who hates them. They're not racist, by the way. I don't pick up on that. If someone says they're a bunch of frat guys, I don't think that's a racist remark. It's more of like an animal house, right? Fat, you know, drunk and stupid, bunch of guys. It's it's a frat house mentality. It doesn't mean it's racist, though. I, I take umbrage with that. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, hey, listen, you know what could improve your property? Is J. Perry paving. Get your driveway paved. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Many of our listeners have been calling them. Uh, someone asked me, now, how much does this cost if letter J, J. Perry Paving, comes out and looks at my parking lot or driveway? It's F-R-E-E, free for me. Free estimate. Rhode Island and Massachusetts, residential, commercial, J. Perry Paving. Give them a call, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving, licensed and insured, contracted company, committed to meeting their clients' needs. No matter how big, how small, brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, J. Perry Paving. Look for them on Facebook, and they're doing a good job with their Facebook page because they updated quite a bit. J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. I want to just make mention of, I just think there's a lot of parallels between what happened in Coventry, what happened with this, and, and a lot of people won't get it, but that's not going to stop me from making a bad analogy and a point. Um, but this, this National Guardsman leaking government secrets, you know, and I, I will read Wall Street Journal, why did a 21-year-old have access to so much intel? I mean, that is a problem. Um, but I, I want to touch on, there's just two things, because and, and I could be in the minority here, but I, I personally, I can't stand the whatabouts. And I have a friend of mine, I won't say her name, but she's always about the whatabouts. Always about the whatabouts. What about, you know, Alex Jones lied and said, uh, you know, that what happened in Newtown at Sandy Hook was completely fabricated with actors and made up. Uh, put in excuse here. And it becomes, he wasn't the only one. He wasn't the only one. What about the fake news media? It's always about, I can't stand the what about. What about that? What, 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 what about they didn't find the leak of Faroe? That, that's not what we're blanking talking about. Now, I have met Marjorie Taylor Greene. And, and, and when and if those of you that follow when I've done the Washington trip, she is highly likable. She is very personable. She's very charismatic. She is an incredible fundraiser. And she is 
she, I think she's going to run for president someday. I saw her a Republican. I won't say who. I think it was Rep. Chippendale online trying to say, oh, so what? She's just a she is not a fringe individual. She's not. She's very powerful. Kevin McCarthy knew his path to the speakership was an alliance with Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's a fact. She was just the subject of a, a huge in-depth piece on 60 Minutes. They don't do that for any regular rep. So she's an unbelievable fundraiser. She is. She gets the loudest voices of applause at Trump rallies. She was in New York last week, President Trump in court. So I don't accept, oh, so what? She should, no, no, no. I, I disagree with that. But I, I also, she wrote, Jake Texera is white male Christian in the anti-war. That makes him an enemy to the Biden regime. You know, I, I, I get you, you hate the president. Never mind State of the Union, she yelled, you know, whatever she yelled at him. She goes on to write, and he told the truth about troops being on the ground in Ukraine. Listen, we have people protecting the American embassy. That, that is not troops on the ground. Ask yourself, who's the real enemy? Uh, the person leaking classified information is the real enemy. A, a young, low-level National Guardsman, yes, who had access to secrets. That's espionage. He's a traitor. I mean, I, I know this is going to seem heavy-handed to some people, but like I said, we used to execute people like that, and I'm not opposed to it. That's how, that's how much I disdain traitors. Or the administration waging war in Ukraine, non-NATO nation against nuclear Russia without war powers. Well, as I have said, um, I am actually in favor of what we're doing there. In war, Russia is um, our ad adversary. Russia is an adversary. And Ukraine wanted to join NATO. So maybe she doesn't get it, but Russia and China, they're adversaries of ours. Canada, Mexico, France, England, Germany, there are competitors, but there are allies. Russia, China, Iran, North Korea, actually Syria now, which is too bad. Uh, North Korea and Iran are definitely our enemies. But we do do business with China and Russia, or we still do. They're adversaries. They're not allies, but they're adversaries. But I just want to touch on, and I'm going to circle back to Coventry in a moment, but the Wall Street Journal, the Guardsmen and the Guardians, why did a 21-year-old have access to so much intel? Federal agents arrested 21-year-old Massachusetts Air National Guardsmen connection to the recent leak of intelligence secrets. There will be a relief. That's where the security breach ends. The concern is wherever, excuse me, wherever secrets spill into the open, how far-reaching the breaches goes, larger conspiracy afoot. Especially true when authorities seem as flummoxed as they did until yesterday. The latest batch of documents that spelled under the Discord messaging platform, seriousing, serious and damaging the U.S. national interest. But if this is the case of a single misguided, relatively junior guardsmen doing the leaking, damage can be more readily identified contained. Now, he was in court this morning. I'm going to update that next hour. But Merrick Garland said he was arrested part of the investigation to allege unauthorized removal, retention, transmission of classified national defense information. 
One obvious question is why it acts as such wide range of secrets. Now, we also learned there's someone else that knew about this that I believe tipped off the FBI. Again, we're going to have more of that coming up. The 1 o'clock news, I'm going to talk about this more next hour. The leaked documents, assuming they're real, include intelligence on allied foreign governments and assessments of Ukraine's progress in its war against Russia's invasion. Did he need to know? Why did he apparently have access to an internal Pentagon computer? Top secret information. Sweeping review of classified access is needed. It's also fair to ask how the documents could circulate for weeks without U.S. counterintelligence agents finding out about how the press reported. Is this another case of misplaced priorities by the FBI? So, by the way, and also, again, unbelievable coverage of, of, um, of, of Channel 7 and 5 in Boston with their helicopters. But, folks, I want to come back to the homeless and this Coventry situation. This portion of the John DePietro Show on this Friday, and it's brought to you by Falcon Pest Services. Call Kelly and John today, 401-739-1322. Now, this hot weather, residential commercial, Falcon, and I just shared their Facebook page. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, pest control service for termites, bed bugs, ants, roaches, mice, rats, mosquitoes, many other pests, multifamily housing, condos, apartments, extermination services for restaurants, office buildings, Falcon Pest Services. Locally owned and operated, protects home and businesses since 2006. If you're looking for the exterminator, experience ridding properties of pests, outstanding customer service, you have the right people. Falcon Pest Services. Look for them on Facebook, residential and commercial Falcon Pest Services. Now, I want to touch on the homeless. Now, again, look at, as I said, the resources. Police, fire, rescue to deal with that. Um, the McKee administration, without question, they have they have failed. You have these individuals that are, in fact, um, just deciding that they're not going to follow proper guidelines. They're not going to, um, you know, the rules don't apply for them in, in many ways. I want to, again, acknowledge, I know many people, homelessness becomes something that families deal with. They have a family member. There were people uh, several years ago that I, I knew of a young athlete who hurt his back. He was in a car accident, and they gave him Oxycontin. And he got addicted to Oxycontin. and ended up on the streets because of Oxycontin. There are stories like that. But what I have said mixed in with that, and a lot of it is drugs and alcohol, but a big part of this mixed in with this are people and these homeless settlements that are getting set up and a lot of the people that are allowed with this attitude of it could happen to anyone and it's through no fault of their own and and there's a, there's a power that goes along with saying someone is homeless because then anyone who's critical how can you be so harmless don't, didn't you hear what he just said? He said he's homeless. You, do you realize that? Do you have any idea what it's like? like? Immediately, boom, I'm homeless. Instant victim. 
What they really mean is, I now have a shield up, and you can't criticize. It's the same way, in some ways, of those that say they're offended. People discover this power. I'm offended by that. He said something, and I was offended. You know, those women that, hey, ladies, this all sounds good. Ladies, how dare you call me a lady? You don't know my gender. You don't know my pronouns. I'm offended. Well, it was just a joke. I, it doesn't. Didn't you hear what I said? I was offended like that. But as I have said now, there are many people that are falling into the category as described in the Green New Deal, and that is those who choose not to work. They choose not to work. They don't want to work. And I've talked about it last spring. I, we met one of them. I say we because those that follow the live stream. We interviewed her. She's homeless. It was from a separate thing. She knew about someone who was being investigated. She's homeless. No home. We learned no job. Two or three free government phones. Would get hotel vouchers. Had a, a tent. Sometimes sleep out somewhere. Crash wherever. EBT card. Do various things to earn a little extra money on the side, but homeless. And as I've said, that is someone who could hold on a job, who, if they handled their money correctly, could pay rent. I, I get that it's expensive. I, I deal with some people that have, they're grown adults. They have a roommate. They don't like having a roommate, but they have a two-bedroom apartment. There's a woman, she's in her late 40s, um, I think she's divorced and she shares an apartment with another woman who I think is older who they're roommates they're not related she can't afford she also this woman that I know lives on a bus line because she can't afford a car she went through a very difficult time after the divorce but she works has an apartment takes public transportation back and forth to her job she she pays her taxes doesn't break the law loves on the scene live stream She's got a roommate, right? 25% of what she makes goes towards her rent. She's saving money. She'd like to get her own place. I think she'd like to maybe try to buy a condo. But it is done. But we'd get these people who, I don't want to work. And how about, I have the video up. Four young guys, they have a car. So they have a car so they can drive around, do whatever, and then they crash in a homeless encampment. A lot of people also, there's a safety at these homeless encampments. Why don't they go to a shelter? You can't bring drugs into a shelter. You can't bring uh, booze into a shelter. You can't bring weapons into a shelter. You can't bring a pet into a shelter. And adults can't sleep together in a shelter. And I, by the way, I, I'm not saying I would not make it in a shelter. Someone said, you should do an overnight in a shelter. Are you out of your mind? I mean, I, I don't like the sound of some, someone I know eating an apple near me. I can't even imagine you're in a huge room and there are strangers around you making noises, snoring, talking, breaking wind. I, I would, that is not for the chosen one. You should do it. Are you completely out of your mind? Never? No. Wrong. I mean, I get the appeal of not being in a shelter. But something, that they have to be channeled somewhere. This business of we're just going to set up a tent on public property and that's just where we're going to live and we're going to get handouts and blah 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 
as I mentioned, they're not contributing to society. But I'll say this about the homeless. They, they have more defenders now. It wasn't like this in the past. Maybe it's because of the epidemic of drugs. Maybe it's because of people that have lost family members to fentanyl. Whatever it is. But I do notice more and more people come out and they go along with this narrative of it could be anybody. That could be you, that could be anyone. I, as I've said, I don't believe that. Um, there's a man, a guy I interviewed several years ago, he rented his brother's garage. That's where he slept at night. Wasn't proud of it. Um, used the Dunkin' Donuts down the street for the bathroom, and then I think in the cold weather, they let him use a bathroom in the basement. But he had, he was living in his brother's garage. I think it was like 50 bucks a month. Not that it, not the greatest for a date, for single guy trying to date, but he was, hey, he was paying rent and he was covered. It wasn't the most glamorous, saved his money, and then I think he put a down payment for an apartment. So I'm just saying, that is someone who was like, I'm not sleeping out on the street. Um, he's, again, he is somebody who went through a difficult time, and I'm sympathetic to that. And he slowly worked his way back. I even got him an interview with someone that I knew. So I don't, I don't think he worked there that long, but he did work there. So I am sympathetic in that way. But I was not going to help him. He was just going to camp out on the street. And the McKee people seem clueless on that. Now, I want to touch on the Coventry thing in just a moment. But, folks, I want to remind you right now at 12.50 on this beautiful Friday, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought to you by our friend Tom Bryan. Now, if you don't feel well, you go to a doctor. You don't feel well, your car's not running well, you take it to a mechanic. You have questions about your finances. Free consultation. Tommy Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. Call today, 401-434-1510. Office is located 400 Massoyed Avenue in East Providence, Ameriprise Financial. 401-434-1510. Whatever your question is, people are saying, should I buy gold? Should I get into crypto? Should I do this or that? If I go back to work, is that going to affect blah, 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 retirement? Ameriprise Financial. Free consultation, Tom Bryan, 401-434-1510. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to just touch on the Coventry thing. And and I know some people are posting, you don't have to explain anymore. I I, I do, because I don't ex I don't I don't expect everyone again, just a reminder, Cranston PD Live comes your way tonight, tonight at um at seven o'clock. Um we'll be riding with Cranston be on the Facebook page. I want to just point out, I fully get that some people don't understand. Right, something happens. The media shows up. The media, get out of here, you're bullshit. That, that, that's not it. Okay, I don't know. Some of these people, like, what would be the solution? What if pick a town you live in? You live in Lincoln. You heard that somebody was murdered three streets over. Are, are you not supposed to know about it? What are you supposed to do? Walk around and ask people, telephone game? Anyone know anything about this? No, you, you, you find out from the media. The police can't go door to door talking to every resident. Here's what happened. They use the media to communicate that. So 
wouldn't you, I think a fair question, what, was it targeted? Did someone break in and kill the homeowner? Isn't that concerning? Don't you want to know if there are maybe house breaks in the area? Not everyone's on social media. So there's a lot of different ways where this comes into play. These people, as if, so someone is murdered, and in this case a murder-suicide, and two animals killed, by the way. But, so, so are we supposed to pretend it didn't happen? Okay, I go to, I, I mean, obviously those of you who watched, I have, and I'm not exaggerating, I've been to literally hundreds of crime scenes. I've even been to crime scenes overseas. But there is a protocol set up. The media is there to report something has happened. Something significant has happened. Whether people want to realize it. So what? People die. If you want to take the attitude of so what people die every day, well then I, I don't know what to tell you. You're in the minority. You don't understand what news is. But all right, so the media goes there. There is a protocol set up. The police are in command. The police are in command. Here's where you can be. They put up the yellow tape. You can't cross a crime scene. This is, and then when you're there, you can kind of tell where's the house in question. Or if you've seen when I've done, there's a shooting, shots fired, shell casings, whatever the situation is, they put up crime scene tape, and you can't cross over that. You know, it's actually a crime to cross the crime scene. But by and large, the bottom line is the police are in charge. The police are in command. So I want to just touch on, you know, the other night, these people that are trying to make defend this individual and make excuses for this individual there, there was there was no role for that person i i didn't acknowledge what what i have and the people that say i understand she was upset she was grieving she was blah 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 hey listen i have been at a crime scene in a dangerous section of town not long ago when i was in central falls they were Hey, get off it. Like, leave the street. So, uh, should we, does that mean we should do that? Do I have to do that? So, if I go to a crime scene, something has happened. We were in Central Falls. That was a dangerous one, as a matter of fact. And there's a police standoff. So, if someone says, hey, this is traumatic for me, you can go over the, time out. The neighbors don't run the scene. The police run the scene. There was not a family member. There were no family members on scene. That was someone who thrust themselves in. There was no one outside of, now where this person actually lives, we could have gone. We could have gone down around there. We weren't doing that. I could have done that. The street ropes it off. The police were saying to this individual, listen, like we got this. You wanna be helpful? Go back inside your house. It's public property. I was talking to the police. The chief gonna make a statement? I think so. So, so are we supposed to leave because suddenly someone appoints themselves there in charge? The amount of excuses people make for these individuals, I, I, I have to admit, I don't relate to it, right? And as I've said, it's the same thing of like the, the person who, but there, there are enablers. There are enablers in society. Somebody gets dead drunk and passes out on a bench and they're in it, that could be you. There's the enabler. There are people that many times enable this behavior. Um, domestic, a husband hits a wife, beats up a girlfriend. The enablers, well, you know, he's under a lot of pressure at work. Or, you know, 
Maybe you were annoying him, right? Always the enablers that blame that individual. And then the person himself. Do you think I like hitting you? Huh? You think I, you made me hit you, right? Just like OJ. You made Mr. Hand become Mr. Fist. You think I'd like it? You made me hit you. The enablers. Well, she was upset. She was she was trying to, but she wasn't trying to, but she was trying to run down the Channel 10 person. This is the final thing I'm going to say about it. That was immature. That was grossly inappropriate. It was there was there was it was so over the top. But what is striking to me is the amount of people that try to justify it. Well, she was she was grieving. Well, the media had no... You, you have no idea what you're talking about. The police are perfectly capable of handling the situation. Now, again, as, as someone, there are people that walk up and demand to know... That happened to me last night. I'm on Camp Street. There was a gang shooting. This guy walks up. What's going on here? Excuse me, do I have a sign on me that says blanking answer man? What? Who? And he kept saying it. Hey, I said to you, what's going on here? What? I, are you under the impression that I'm going to answer you? I, I am under no... What? See all the police? See the people in the police cars? What's happening here? I demand to know. Like I said, it's not a television show. Okay, we're in the before the first commercial. You have a pretty good sense of what's happening. It's not like that. It's real life. And that individual, the, as I've said, the first thing the guy, the photographer of Channel Ten, said was that neighbor over there immediately got up in his face. And and her, and I thought it was someone who lived in that house. She didn't even live there. She lived way down the end of end of the street. We were nowhere near that person's house. That person was seeking out. I'm gonna. Oh, this is wrong. I want these cameras. Oh, back up, back up, please, please, back up. That that's not someone asking. That's telling. All right, everybody, back it up here. Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me, Al Haig. Remember that famous line at the White House when I'm in charge. The police were saying, uh, "We'll handle it. We'll handle it. You're not being helpful here. We'll handle them. Why don't you?" Go do whatever you have to do, but we'll handle it. Well, in that case, I'm going to get in my blanket truck and run everybody over. And there are still people defending this foolishness. That's the part that I get shocked at. Maybe I shouldn't be. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Whether you like it or not, we have another hour to go here on the program. It's 12.59. It's Friday, April 14th, birthday of the D-Man. Cranston PD Lives coming up tonight, 7 o'clock on the Facebook page. We're going to get the latest that National Guardsman, the traitor, was in court. And we have a lot more sound on that. News of the week. Folks, another full hour to go. My goodness. The power hour is next of the John DePietro Show. We'll be back on the other side, radio only, after the 1 o'clock news.